0: This is The 20 with DJ Spider Presented by BeatSource Welcome to The 20 Podcast Bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe I'm your host, DJ Spider That's right, I'm DJ Spider here rocking with you guys We are on episode 51 Thank you for rocking with me this whole time It has been great And as always, this podcast is brought to you by BeatSource BeatSource is the new digital music service for open format DJs and it has been growing exponentially, especially since BeatSource link was integrated into Serato. So for all you Serato users, you're able to DJ off the cloud right now, head over to BeatSource.com, get your free trial on. It is unbelievable. The amount of playlists that people are making are growing exponentially. Um, I'm going to make one, a lot of, pe- I'm making it for myself, but I'll make one to share with you guys soon. Uh, um, the mickey d's guys have made one and all the people from beat source are making amazing playlists and constantly updating them make sure to check out the 20 playlist which is why this show is named that um, because 20 new songs each friday are put up there for you of all genres and it's really dope shout out to Kid spin for doing that and the whole team over at beat source uh and thank you guys for the support so go check out beat source link and thank you the audience The Beat Sorcerers, my crew, my posse, my clique, that's right, shout to you guys, I really appreciate all the support, all the questions, all the feedback, and just everything. Um, I'm here to talk to these amazing guests, try to get some info out of them that can maybe help you guys, entertain you, teach you, educate, something, you know, just... Keep us together in this crazy time right now. Um, you know, we're a community, and I'm happy that we are growing together like this. So, thank you for rocking with me. And today, I am super excited to have a very special guest on. Um, this person is, in my opinion, one of the most well rounded DJs in the game. I mean, This DJ, you know, whether he's DJing at the 2019 Major League Baseball World Series, he does eSports World Championship events, movie premieres, he does... You know Events for every brand He's sponsored by brands He's won The Red Bull 3 style US Nationals He's won tons of battles His YouTube videos Are amazing and legendary His remixes Are unbelievable His edits Are amazing He's an exclusive editor For DJ City And so he puts out These really dope edits On there And remixes um, you're going to find out in this episode the amount of things this guy does and how he goes about doing it. He's even building an Airstream trailer um, right now, and he tells us about that. Uh, so he gives us a, a nice vision into what uh, has brought him up to this point in his career, what he has coming up in the future, and um, what he's been going through during this crazy pandemic and all this stuff. Um, he's very outspoken, he's not afraid to say what he thinks He's a really smart dude, super talented And I had a really, really fun time talking to him And I learned a lot about him and a lot about, you know, DJing in, in all things So I, uh, I am excited to present to you guys our guest on the 51st episode of the 20 Podcast Please make some noise for DJ Trays. Let's go we got DJ Trey's in the house on the 20 podcast. What's up man? How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. You are doing great. Ma- maintaining. Maintaining. Yeah. Okay, we were saying right before we recorded, there's there you know every year they add or they say a word of the year and I was saying <laughs> it's going to be pivot. You were saying maintain. So Yeah, maintaining. maintaining and pivoting and whatever you're doing i mean i was saying also 2021 january 1st i might come out with a mixtape called pivot and maintain (laughs) let's see how it goes it's so catchy and it would just light the internet on fire that's right it's gonna have to there's gonna have to be some pivoting though in the mix i haven't even heard it yet and it's i've already co-signed it it's gonna be every mix i'm gonna be doing a different a different job
1: as long as it's all T.I. Lil Wayne and Fifty Cent and Kanye West, I'm good. It's got to be just just those four
0: guys. No, 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 no. T.I.'s not in there, is he? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he's he not. Said, uh, he said, "If you, dr- <laughs> he said, if you drink
1: warm tea, it keeps COVID away." Oh, uh, but he's not in the Trump part. No, 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 no. no. Just. <laughs> I'm just saying he's just a part of the 2020
0: general rapper doing fuck shit lexicon saying bad things. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I will say T I has a crazy huge vocabulary. Maybe he was like, thinking it was something else i don't know he was like i'm expounding upon my tea uh, generalizations here he he was wearing a suit when he said it so, <laughs> so that makes it official if i you just drink i only tea- know this because i
1: saw the video on twitter like a couple hours ago
0: <laughs> yo all right well i'm drinking cold tea yerba mate let's see if this then keeps listen it.
1: <laughs> you are at a much higher risk
0: Exposure, my friend. <laughs> this this helps um COVID brew in your <laughs> system. I hope not. Jeez. That'll be bad. Um, all right, I'll get tested after this. Um, <laughs> have you been te- have you had a COVID test yet? I have not. Um
1: not fun. But my but... oh, yeah, no, I've heard it's not enjoyable with It's the, fine with though. The, like, I'm not trying to discourage your people. Poking yeah. your brain thing. <laughs> no, my exposure's been super low. Like, I don't leave the house kids don't go to school but though you could look at my exposure as much higher risk because my wife is a provider at the hospital and she sees covid patients all the time right so she goes (laughs) So she could be like
0: bringing it home every day right but yeah that's crazy wow so she so she actually sees covid patients she's not in a different part of the she's in labor and delivery but they they have
1: pregnant covid patients wow Yeah, but I mean they have to like full PPE and gown up and mask up for all patients that's like I know hospital protocol now so
0: right yeah my wife's uh, mother is a doctor too so we've since the beginning kind of get updates from her on like what the protocol is and all that and then I've had like my parents had to go into the hospital for certain things and I was like oh shit but really I'm almost like it's more nerve wracking to go to the grocery store, like, or something than go to the doctor's office or hospital in a way, you know?
1: Yeah, dude, I mistakenly went to Lowe's last Saturday or Sunday. It was on the weekend and it was so busy. And I was like, just heebie jeebies. Like so many people, so many people without masks on. I was just like, we have to get
0: our shit and get out of here. <laughs> I know. I wish they could make like a, like who I usually makes- go on like a
1: Tuesday morning when there's nobody there.
0: <laughs> right who makes like fog machines like can they come up with this technology where they can just spray it everywhere and if someone has covid they it shows up in the fog or something so the creepy thing is
1: uh i don't know if they have this in california but um depending on what state you live in you can get an app on your phone if your bluetooth is on and you like walk and you walk past a person or you stand next to a person for like more than six minutes it'll it'll ping you to say you've been exposed to somebody with COVID-19, but, but they have to register with the app that they're. Yeah. Some, somehow it's like an automatic contract contact tracing
0: app. So yes, they, they would have to have like put it in that they were. That's crazy. I was yeah. saying, like, how about uh, where's the hypercolor technology? People like they can make a mask where if you have COVID, it turns like blue. <laughs> if you're, oh, God. <laughs> you're like, oh, you got it. I see your breath. Your mask's turning. Go home. <laughs> like, oh no. All right, sorry, not joking. But no, no, i no, uh, It's I'm
1: trying no, no, to help no, here. It's no, no. It's it's a lot of it's funny, but I mean, all we can do is laugh. I mean right what i could sit and cry that i haven't had a gig in nine months
0: but you know uh i think i may have done that on this couch a week ago but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i've definitely had a couple like kind of like semi-breakdowns I'm yo with you, man. for real it's crazy dude like this has been such a crazy year and and everybody it's hard because yeah it, on social media you're expected to be like funny or everything's cool or whatever you know you, you have to you don't know what to share you know but or be vulnerable or this or that but man it has been some ups and downs for everybody and same thing you i've had keep it real right you got to keep it real i mean that's the thing that i've learned too is like you got to let out some of your feelings because the you can try to be the okay everything's all good or funny or nothing's affecting me but it's like yo this is crazy for everyone it doesn't matter who you are so don't be afraid let it out let's talk we got therapy this is what these podcasts are for so yeah yeah um because yeah it's been it's been crazy but i'm thankful to be to be doing this like to be able to talk to other djs every week has been an amazing saving grace for me too because i get a great perspective and i feel like the audience too is always hitting me like this helps me you know with ideas and and just feeling connected in a way you know yeah i mean i'm i'm a listener for sure i've heard i've heard at
1: least like six or eight episodes just during covid yeah um I just like to listen to it like I said earlier, like going on walks or like doing work around the house or whatever.
0: Yep. Yeah, Yeah, that's my
1: podcast that's my, and Twitch, man.
0: <laughs> I know. That's the that's the life right now. Twitch and, is like and my also new. Mixcloud, I like MixCloud oh, yeah? a lot. What are you what have you been peeping on MixCloud? I just like MixCloud has a
1: really neat feed feature where it shows you what people it, it shows you the people that you follow what they're listening to oh dope i like that so it'll be like dj nick bike just listen to this mix and it will be from somebody that i don't follow so i'm like oh let me listen to that right and like like,
0: anything nick bike is putting his time into listening to is probably dope so (laughs) right i don't follow many
1: people on mixcloud it's just like the homies so and obviously like people that i consider a friend I consider to have like excellent taste yeah in my opinion right so i like to go for like the people that i like their taste and i trust their yeah i trust their taste in music or other things
0: yeah yeah nick bike is a definite future we got to get a guest on here um oh yeah he's the man dude he's been he's actually been um almost you know, one of the main saviors of the music quarantine game, like putting out so many edits every month that every Twitch DJ seems to be playing, which is, yeah, he's been really
1: doing the damn thing. And um, for
0: real making like a
1: even bigger name for himself. Not that he wasn't like already a huge name in the edit game even before COVID, but yeah. And his stuff is like always great always great Sound yeah if, if you if you
0: randomly don't know him and you're listening to this go peep his stuff he has a patreon too so go support him because he needs to be his career needs to be protected at all costs nick <laughs> bike yeah <man. laughs> um he's so man. much yeah so much creativity and um yeah he's a great dude i met i got to meet up with him in person um in september i think i was in toronto and it was like i had a nighttime flight and i went and met him we had like bagels and coffee or something, and then and then I sounds like out. a sounds like a Nick bike type of encounter. It was, <laughs> it was, um, dope. Well, I'm so excited to have you on here. Um, Thanks, man. You know. I'm excited to be here. Yes, it's been a you know we've been talking about it for a while. So yeah. that's that's the beauty of this uh, work from home situation. We can be home and still talk to each other. Definitely. and um you know you're someone that like i talk about on this podcast a lot um oh cool thanks that, well yeah and and i i talk about like also that um well-rounded djs that like um you know like people are like oh who do you look up to or who, who you know what do you think's dope and i'm like i think people that can really hit all the buttons you know like like the well-rounded kind of djs and i feel like you are someone that really embodies that like the Thanks, amount man. of of things that you do in the dj world is pretty unbelievable and like i know and i follow you for a long time but after going doing a little research and going through your stuff i was like damn he really really does a lot of stuff from i mean the corporate world to being a tour dj to producing to remixing to clubs and battles and then winning probably the if not you know i mean like one of the or if not the biggest dj battles in the world and um all that stuff so i want to get man. into all that yeah so i think people can learn a lot from you and um i'm excited to get into it um thanks man yeah. Uh um I was going through yeah like even on your your bio that was like probably from last year it was like talking about uh 2000 2000- update your website. <laughs> Damn it. Well there's a lot of stuff but I'm just saying cuz it was like two, no, no, 2019. No, no, I'm, just, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, two- I
1: actually have updated my site but the only page that I update is the music page. Yeah, and, and, some- and, uh, and the and the mixes page, but mostly the music page. I definitely keep the Latest joints that I've yeah. done
0: on there. Well, I mean, that's your calling card to the world. You know what I mean? That's the, that's what I always tell DJs. They're like, oh, do I need business cards? I'm like, yeah, sure. But like your business card is your edit or remix that every DJ is going to pass around and play in a way, you know, like. Or like mixtape too. Exactly. Just content, things you're going to put out that are going to inspire people and make them want to listen and then share with other people. I just, my perspective on all that is like, if, If somebody
1: turns me on to you puts me on to your work or like your social and i go to your instagram or to one of your pages and i can't find an easy quick link to go like listen to something you've done or watch a video of you like what's the point yeah you're right like i don't want to see a whole grid of pictures of you on instagram flexing like i want to see content like i want to see like but not like fluff like i want to see music and mixes and yeah you actually djing like so that's my perspective when i I set up the links and stuff i want to make sure that you can easily click like once or twice and get right to the music
0: yeah your (laughs) stuff is very well thought out too i mean i was going to get to this later but that's a perfect time to talk about it is um when you sent your bio and all the stuff and then i started going through your website i think DJs could take a page from that because you have it set up. It's very clean and concise, uh, you you know, your stuff in there. You don't list everything you've ever done. You list the right things. And then you click one sheet, this one sheet pops up, and you got four thumbnails that are really dope-looking thumbnails that link immediately to a dope video straight from the one sheet. So, it's not just shout like... Out, Shout-out to, shout to George Lawrence for that. Um yo, he, he used great. to
1: be my... He used to be my manager. We're still good friends. Yeah. Um, but he he set up he he helped me to design that PDF, and he was like, "These links, uh, these pictures have to be clickable links to the video." Smart. And I was like, "Whoa, that's genius!" Yeah, so, real smart. Yeah. yeah because even can't for take me credit for that
0: one sorry <laughs> well but it's something that people should take a page from because yeah even yeah, for me for sure. doing, doing research i'm like okay i gotta go through here i'm like oh here's this one sheet okay okay i gotta find that oh no i don't i'm like boom i'm on it i'm watching it okay boom i'm on it you know and it was a cool way and then you got the logos of the brands you work with and all the stuff right there so that that's thanks man that's a good uh presentation again man
1: uh and this is like very cliche but as, as long as you're prepared, you'll be able to tackle like any opportunity that comes your way or falls yeah. in your lap. Like, you know, it's so, so simple to have like a Dropbox just set up with like your logo and your bio and some pictures that you can just boop, send the link right away. It's not like I got to scramble to like put together a zip file and then I got to email it like just have it ready to go yeah i exactly. just
0: constantly update it right it's so much i know it took me a little while to figure that out but you're you're so right like now when people hit me to be on their twitch show i'm like okay boom this has everything in it you know what i mean any all types of pictures every different version of my logo one sheet whatever you need boom it's like one yeah link. and i'm not i'm not picky like
1: same. you can yeah. use whatever is in the folder and if right. there's a if there's a photo in the folder that i don't want anybody to use anymore i just take it out exactly yeah it's a good way to good way to do it and i think it's also a it's kind of a professional courtesy but i know for like club gigs and stuff i actually have this in the contract where we have to approve any promotional material before it goes out yeah just in case the designer like. Took a screenshot from YouTube and wanted to use that as the image instead of like an official image from us. We were like, no, just use this. You know, right? I mean? Like, don't.
0: Yeah. You know. Or they they take some liberty and just make their own weird logo that you're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I, I've had that a bunch of times. Why did you flip me to the Trump Pence logo? <laughs> They're like, we thought it would be funny. No. Uh, <laughs> no.
1: It's like my nightmare. <laughs> I got wake up with cold sweats.
0: Um, Trey's spider to 2020. They got the openers like down there with you. He's Mike Pence. Um, Oh, dude. Have you seen? Sorry. This is going to be like a a weird tangent, but I I have to ask
1: you this because I saw your Halloween costume. Have you seen a subsequent movie film?
0: No, I haven't. Oh, what? yes. Oh, no, no. Okay. So, yes, I, I, I started watching it. I haven't finished it yet. You're talking about the Borat one. I, I went a to quick my movie film. It's so good. Yeah. Like I'm going to finish it. I started watching with my wife. So funny enough. I mean, I don't it know. Took what us this- like three nights to finish it. So, exactly. Yeah. You know, w- when you're a parent and you try you to watch just a movie. You fall asleep like an old person. <laughs> I think we were 18 minutes in the first night and she's like, I gotta go to sleep. I'm like, what? You're killing me. She's like, wait for me to watch it. I'm like, no. Um, but yeah. And then weirdly, I don't know what this says about our relationship, but the second night I ever hung out with my wife in her life, we met one night, we met on new year's Eve. Uh, and then the, uh, in San Francisco, uh, it's a whole long story, but, uh, DJ life. And, um, and then I ended up staying. She ended up staying. I ended up staying in San Francisco an extra night. We hung out. And I'm like, yo, there's this crazy movie called Borat that had just oh, recently Jesus. come out. We should, we should watch it. And I remember we watched Borat for like our first time ever watching a movie together. So I'm, I told you her. You know like,
1: she's a keeper if she'll sit through Borat <laughs> with you. And laugh at it. So I'm like, And, and then, laugh at it and not be like low-key disgusted and never call you back. Right. Ghost and you then text for like a month.
0: Yeah, and let me dress like it uh, before we're Can even engaged. Can you believe
1: he took me to Borat <laughs> on our first date?
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, so that's why when it, this one came out, I'm like, all right, we got to watch this together, see what's that's happening. Great. No, your costume was like, <laughs> dude, it's just uncanny. Yo, and That was like 15 years ago, or like 14 was years it ago. Really? That, that was right when the movie came out. Like Holy I did that. Holy shit! I did that costume like that might have been before the movie came or. Because I think he was doing the Borat in the TV show, you know? And I think I dressed like it because of that, just from the Ali G show. And then the movie came out right around the same time. No way. Or something like that. I don't know. Time really flies, man. But I just know it, you know... I don't know why I have this weird ability to i can put on one thing and then become the costume which is probably not good or good because all that costume is is me putting on a fake mustache and holding up an american flag with a suit on everyone's like you look just like him i'm like i didn't put makeup on or anything so i guess i just look like yeah it's the hair so well and you've got like a very slim face like you've got the i'm borat you've got the look (laughs) got the look my wife yeah and then but then i can, but but all i have to do is put a wig on everyone's like it's uncanny you look just like kenny g i'm like okay great so now yeah i can see that too i went to my son's school today we did a drive through um halloween where we just like wave at people at the car so i'm kenny g driving through the school today and uh he's embarrassed But
1: but the kids don't know who that is no the
0: principal was just like yo it's amazing yeah (laughs) he's like will you dj i'm like yeah um i dj'd their zoom like coming together party it was uh that's awesome it was was actually yeah honestly it was it was unbelievable like i had the greatest time ever and my son because at first i was i was kind of dreading it you know i'm like i don't want to do this and DJ on Zoom for the all the parents and and I don't even know these people. They're at home judging me. I'm the dad, but um, I did it and like it was so funny. My son, he's like, "Can I come in and say hi while you're DJing?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever you want," because they're in the other room. He ends up with me the whole time, never. Oh, they're stopped. watching in the other room. Well, my wife they were on zoom watching the event the zoom event and i was wow. the dj for like the zoom event i guess two, you know
1: two two zoom
0: streams in the same house simultaneously i, I had to Man. upgrade that internet just and i'm streaming to the people so it's like a lot <laughs> um but the but files he end- working yeah, my, my modem was like, uh. But he, um, yeah, he ended up being, like, you know, my, my like, I was Jazzy Jeff, and, like, he was skills. Like, it was, he was on the mics the whole time. Like, he was asking people oh, things, wow. and it was That's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, he had just gotten a skateboard, and he could see everyone on the Zoom, because I had this huge screen in front of us, and so he's looking at his friends, and he's like, what up, Wes? Oh, I see your sister. Oh, how you doing, <laughs> Eloise? Hey. Like, they're going Shout crazy. Out my libras yo it was hilarious i'm like where are you getting this stuff and he goes your bartender he goes yeah basically he goes uh everyone he goes everyone out there who likes skateboarding and like not that many people like put their hands up in the zoom and i like the mc voice and everything Yo, and then he could tell that not that many people responded and he goes who likes things with wheels and i'm like good pivot to like it, you know, you were you're, you're being specific. I, I you usually get everybody. just go to,
1: like, pizza or cupcakes.
0: <laughs> Who likes pizza? <sighs> Put your hands up for cheese pizza. Yeah, I mean, he ba- so he killed it. It was fun. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I started talking about that. But, <laughs> oh, costumes in schools. Um, so, yes, I'm Kenny G Borat. And ho- we're recording this the day before Halloween. So, it's... Um, it's a, it's a Halloween theme it's right now It's devil's night It's devil's, devil's night. night Yo and something to be said So all of you people listening Like we're in a time machine right now Right we're back we're, we're on October 30th You are at least On November 4th So I don't know what's happening right now <laughs> But something crazy I'm, Is going on I'm up in the mountains hiding <laughs> With like a 10 day supply of food so yeah, That's it's what just, I'm um, I'm hoping that what you're listening to this right now and good things are happening in the world. Uh, Me I, too. It's, it's a crazy, times ahead. yeah, crazy, crazy right now. Um, so we're pre-election pre-Halloween and, um, in the present of two DJs hanging out on zoom in their house <laughs> while their kids are, well, my kids not sleeping, but yours are. Your, um, your son's a little older yeah he's like seven he turned, or eight uh he turned eight on sunday actually eight. Um, oh cool happy birthday yeah. thank you happy birthday to you too that was really a few weeks ago right thank you last was last week the 14th two weeks yeah. ago. yeah it's like mind-blowing to me how many dope djs are born in october like it's crazy Tons.
2: what Tons, is that
0: yeah a, a lot a lot That's of a whole lot um how old are your kids uh one three and five Okay, you're busy. That is serious. <laughs> a, lot of paw, no a lot of paw, a lot of Paw Patrol going on in there, or uh, they used to be into Paw Patrol.
1: Now it's like, so so we don't have cable anymore. We just stream everything, right? So it's like they like weird stuff. Like my oldest son, he likes that alien show on Netflix where they don't, they just like speak gibberish. Have you seen this thing? It's called no. Alien TV.
0: No. That's it's great. actually kind of funny. He
1: watches that <laughs> and I don't know, they like Disney plus like anything that's on yeah, Disney plus. Some and good then, like, stuff on there. My son, my oldest son's like obsessed with like documentaries. Like he watches stuff on like the Titanic and like, you know, that's crazy. Tuske- the Tuskegee Airmen And like, I don't that's know. Great. He's
0: definitely, he's going to be smarter than me. So that's good. <laughs> my son is already <laughs> smarter than me. So I'm like, I must support this human so he can help me in the future. Um, yeah, but that, but like, there's still some like,
1: Paw Patrol, Sesame Street, right? Kind of vibes Are they? Going are
0: on. they listen to podcasts at all? <laughs> no. Well, mm-hmm. wait, no, that's not true.
1: Um, There's some good kid ones. We listen to a couple of like kids history podcasts. Yeah. Um,
0: You're all live, in, uh, a lot of history.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, w- w- like anytime we go for a drive, sometimes we'll put that on. But they like music too. Like they love like the California Raisins movies and. Anything Ooh. Motown related,
0: they Good love, idea, uh, California Raisins movie. I haven't, I haven't yeah, shown. It's that. mad
1: old. That's showing like how old I am. That's like some eighties shit. But um, oh,
0: dude, I used to love the California
1: Raisins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they love anything like Motown. They love new music too.
2: They yeah, just
1: tunes. Yeah, we same. Keep, like all kinds of records in 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 the house. So that's dope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we we do some podcasts where there's some good ones for kids now. There's, like, something called Brains On, like, crazy ones where they, like, I don't know, get into, like, all the... Some kid, too, I listen, uh, Ty Asks Why. He's like the smartest kid I've ever listened to in my life. I feel so stupid listening to this he's kid. He's reading a script. I don't know, dude. He's unbelievable. He doesn't unbelievable. even know how to read. He has an earpiece. Yo, he'll interview like the smartest people. And I'm like, I would be intimidated. Like he's unbelievable. But and shout to. Thanks we were, for
2: coming to my TED talk.
0: <laughs> there's one called Wow in the World. Shout to Guy Raz, fellow I podcaster. I have heard that one. That's really good. good. Really good. Yeah. Highly produced. All right. Let's get into DJ stuff. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> kid dad life you guys will understand and and we know there's a lot of dad djs
1: and mom and there's a lot of mom djs yes yeah, shout to mom actually, djs okay people a always assume uh, DJs, actually.
0: djs that have kids would be dads no there's no. moms okay i know a lot I, of them i know a lot of them too yeah they're great yep. And I, yes, they are great. I agree, really dope. I've been watching some on Twitch. Uh, this girl Victoria Rollins, I mean, she's doing these amazing shows on there. She's a mom, Daisy Odell, tons of them. So they it's uh, we're all we're all figuring out time management together, right? <laughs> Which is right. I think time management. Four color Zach Man. might be one of the you and Four color Zach seem like you're the best time management people I've no. ever seen.
1: <laughs> well, maybe he is, but I.
0: You do so much stuff.
1: Yeah, it's hard, right? My problem is with COVID and time is it's hard for me to commit to... Like regularly scheduled things like a stream. I would love to stream every week, but I can't commit to like one consistent night or day a week because I'm with you. I'm kind of at the whim of my wife's work schedule because I'm unemployed. So I can't really be like, yo, I'm trying to stream every Wednesday. You got to be home. So watch
0: the kids. Like, the fuck are you talking about i know same and then with the <laughs> homeschool too i'm like i'm like all right he's in this class i'm gonna go stream and then so like literally i'll go just to like make a piece of toast and like within three minutes it's like dad where's the thing i can't find the book i got it what i need a pen i need five crayons i'm like okay like by the end of school i'm so exhausted because i'm always like i'm gonna stream after school and then like people uh, yeah. write me like when are you streaming i'm like i can't do anything
1: I did, like I did like, not sign up for this. Yo, I was literally the kid at high school graduation. My last name starts with A. I snatched my diploma off the stage and bounced like, <laughs> "Get me out of here!" Right? I do not want to be anywhere near a school
0: ever I know. again. <laughs> yeah I'm with you I know and and he's getting like his school's hard like he asks me to help him with the homework sometimes and I'm like I have to like pretend like I'm not using a calculator like he's like well are these right and I'm like hold on I just got to figure it out it's obviously I could do that and I'm like I'm like I can't do a math problem like that in my head and he just did them all in his head and I'm like doing on the calculator I'm like yeah okay that's right you got it I'm like good job son uh work checked yeah, I'm like, yo, dude. Even like, he's like, is this in first person, second person, third person? Which I know, but then I will like doubt myself because I'm like, what if I tell him the wrong answer? Kidgrammarly.
1: dot com. That's all you going to know. It's, it's Sorry, crazy. that's so horrible. My, I know. My dad would. my My dad's like, he's he's like reaching through the
0: screen right now to <laughs> slap me. Oh my god! I hear if, if people in my podcast uh, can hear my dog going crazy right now. That's what's happening. I, I don't can't know. hear it. Okay, good. That's my, thank you, my, thank my you, road Pod mic. My ch- <laughs> my chair is very creaky. So I think we have the same chair. It's looking very
1: similar. Wow! Here. Look yeah. at that. Well, mine has more of like a center ridge going on.
0: I got I got this. I got a center ridge. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. It's Yours looking very looks a little similar. more plush than mine. I don't think so. This was an non, to, not shout expensive.
1: Shout out to everyone that's
0: actually watching this interview, not just <laughs> listening. <laughs> this You're is going to make them watch. you multidimensional. Listen, go, click on the YouTube right now, and uh, you can see, see our, our microphones and our our chairs. You can see my custom painting by Urban Medium in the background, my couch that seeing. we were joking that was full of money and cocaine earlier <laughs> to help me survive the pandemic. <laughs> People are asking what you have for a rainy day that, you know, that's what I got. So got to make it work. should have stuffed
1: it with like pizza rolls and Gatorade or something. <laughs> for, it might've been smarter for
0: next week. It's just masks. It's N95. <laughs> it's just stuffed with masks. <laughs> N95, baby. Yo, ready. I
1: saw the, f- speaking of masks, I saw the sat, like the most depressing meme. Um, it's, yeah. so it, you can't see it on camera here but okay. i have like a like a hook with all my laminates on it right i just keep them for fun yeah um and there's a there's a meme of like 2019 and 2020 and 2019 is like all the concert and festival uh. laminates and then 2020 is just masks and i was just like oh fuck. yo
0: that's so depressing crazy but that's the truth it's like oh coachella i got all my bands and all my uh right that is sad. Yeah. Whatever. It's a break. Here we go. We got a nice break. This is you know what? This is what you guys all were asking for, okay? Every conversation I had with the DJ last year was like, Man, I just I just wish I could be home a little bit. I just want to have dinner at home. I just wish I could take a break, you know. And it's like, here you go. Be careful what you wish for.
1: Yeah. And of <laughs> course, you know, I think balance is important.
0: True. Yeah. There's things don't, I I'm, uh, I'm enjoying about it. Don't
1: feel uh I don't feel any pressure to like get my Serato library super
0: tight, you know? I know I kind of do, but I only I do want to
1: look through it. <laughs> I don't want to admit the last time I actually like organized my Serato really well.
0: Oh, hold on. I'm tr- uh, crossing this off. Uh, I was going to ask you about music organization. So <laughs> you're not a part of that uh, segment. So. <laughs> um, no, yeah, uh, I, I have a
1: system, Of just like keyword tagging, but it's nothing like super crazy. Oh, really? Wait, what is that? Can you break it down quick? Yeah, just I've been doing it for the longest. Uh, Yeah. I don't use iTunes or anything. Everything's just strictly in Serato. Okay. And I just have everything like very meticulously tagged
0: year, genre, and then like keywords. Oh, nice! The year thing is so crucial. I wish I would have done that. Like now, I'm looking done, back, I'm like, I don't even know. But it's I so-
1: started. I started the keyword tagging thing in '09. It's great. So since '09, I've been, and then since 2013, I only know this because I'm looking at my Serato right now. Since <laughs> um, <laughs> so 2013, I've been doing this thing where. I manually type in the date added because you know like every time you have to rebuild your Serato library it resets the date added and I I, know I I use I use date added a lot because I want to be able to sort the library by when I added the music into the library but because I constantly rebuild my library I was like I gotta find a way to like permanently attach the date added to each file. So what I did was I took over the grouping column and in the grouping column I put the year, two digit month, two digit day in that order. So when I click the grouping column, I can sort date added and it's permanently attached to each specific file. So my whole organizational system, I could take it anywhere. I mean, I would never leave from serato at this point just right. i've been i've been using it for geez 15 years yeah same you know that's what crazy. i mean like i know oh five oh six something like that yeah for sure so, yeah i know that's that's just it it's just
0: keywords tags the year date added wait so just to clarify why do you rebuild your serato all the time what do you mean by that uh your database v2 file what do you do like what do you mean rebuild it? Like you erase uh, that file and you yeah, erase that file and then reopen Serato and let it rebuild the whole thing? Yep. What does yep. that do? Like clear it out well, or something? You, yeah, it rebuilds the database file. If you
1: have like uh, corruption in the file or if you're having issues with like crates loading or if you're having issues with like losing files, like any kind of like major library issue,
0: oh any so, like
1: major okay. s- 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 like type of issue within serato generally uh, when you go to the serato troubleshooting searching pages you right. end up finding your way back to an instruction telling you to rebuild the database file
0: and and so you're saying basically you take that database file the v2 or whatever put it somewhere else so Serato just, yeah, can't see I it just, or trash it no
1: i just yeah I, I, i just actually just um rename it okay oh like it'll be old like database v, right so i'll just do like database v2 dot old or dot the date and then uh because then actually to go back to you it. could
0: go back oh good idea if you needed to yeah and then when it rebuilds it it just kind of cleans it out it's like restarting your computer or re- in, reinstalling your uh operating system or something right yeah and because i have a really big library too
2: yeah, and you'll
1: notice you'll also notice like uh when you do that your serato
0: will launch a, a little faster. Oh, and but was two things that correct me if I'm wrong that it does is it alphabetizes all the crates, right? Or something? Uh, or am I tripping on that? No, oh, okay. No, something I shouldn't. did one time, I erased something and then it, all my crates came back in alphabetical order, which was great actually. It was annoying <laughs> cuz I had it in, in these orders, but it was also like wow, I couldn't find all these before because they were lost. That That's happened to me too. The weird corruption within
1: Serato that I still can't get around that's been kind of plaguing me for the last couple of years is... And I just have to ask one of the guys about it. Shout yeah. out to OP and Destruct and Cut Corners and Mr. Sonny James. Those yes. Are the, those are the dudes. Anyway, yeah. um, I got to ask one of them. But this problem I've been having is um, where... I can't get a new crate to follow the um, the layout of the all crate, like the... Right, I know you the, mean like... The, the columns and the same width of the columns and the columns in the same order, like BPM, artists, blah, 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 blah. You have to read I can't get it that. to act right. It's always acting really screwy. And I know there's like boxes in the setup that you can check off and stuff, but I've tried sure. all that and it's still just, it's just tripping all the time. Right. But it's yeah. not a big problem that like bugs me to the point where I like it's driving me crazy. I gotta I fix know. it.
2: I wish you yeah, could I, I wish
0: there was an alphabet like I can't even say the word, but alphabetization uh thing. From you what know? I hear like through rumors, like big
1: library changes we've been asking for years. Yeah. And no. apparently no, they're OP was on they are he, coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I probably heard it from, yeah, you, from he you guys said, like um, two weeks
0: ago or yeah, something. Yeah, he said that it's it's coming, but we don't know when. They've been saying what.
1: it's, I know it's been coming forever and it's, the problem is I think it's like the, it's one of the biggest coding projects. And so that's the thing, like the, yeah. the, the, the DJs online that like talk a lot of trash about Serato's ills, like, right. yo, all software companies have problems. They're much smaller and I don't think people understand what's going on under the hood here. Like, totally, there's a lot of heavy coding to to make to make these cue points happen when
0: you want to bang your little dirty fucking fingers on them. And they're letting (laughs) you have a, they're giving you a career. Like, if there was something that was so much just as good or better, then you would be on that. So, like, you know, put some respect on their name put some respect <laughs> on their name yeah no i love um, those guys They're i love great. those guys too yes um oh dope well those are some great tips actually for the for how to organize your library and for even the rebuilding and if if people have problems um so cool. let's see let's get we i don't even haven't even gotten into any of my questions yet we've just been talking for 30 minutes about all types of cool things <laughs> dad, um dad stuff <laughs> dad things um but um, yeah, and, and DJ nerd things, which is who we are as people and probably all of our listeners <laughs> and why we're okay with being quarantined all the time <laughs> because we were doing this anyway. Exactly. Um, exactly where are you right. at anyway? I know that you're a DC, Washington, DC DJ. That's yeah. your like, is that where you're from originally? I'm, I'm originally from San Diego, actually. Whoa. Okay. I didn't know yeah. that. So uh, all um, the way but out I've lived.
1: But I've lived all over. Lived in Seattle for a while. Lived in Norfolk, Virginia. Lived oh, okay. in Connecticut. My dad was in the Navy, so we kind of moved all over. Oh, all but right. as an as an adult, I've lived on. I've lived back on the West Coast too. Um, but yeah, I grew cool. up in D.C. Spent like my whole childhood, high school, mostly in D.C. Um, okay. And just recently, like in January, right right before COVID. We yeah. moved. Wow. We moved up to Hanover, Pennsylvania, which is a little tiny little town about an hour north of Baltimore. Okay. And we moved because uh we relocated f- from my wife's job. She took a new job up here. Got I it. I can live anywhere because I don't DJ a ton in D C, like maybe once a month and Well, (laughs) pre-COVID, yeah, Uh, right? And it's mostly like traveling gigs. And for the last two years, I've been slowly stepping back from doing like the weekly grind of DJing and focusing more on production, songwriting, and remixing. Um, Oh, dope. So this is actually, (laughs) so I finished building my studio. Literally, we finished the build out a week before COVID hit. Oh gosh, so it was like, great. We had like moved up here. Well, it's you'd think it would be great. But moved up here, like got a great space, you know, a dollar goes a lot further out in the in the, the country, so I was able to I get know. more space, built studio, you know, everything was good end of February um and then when COVID hit, the kids weren't going to school. Oh I yeah. I had no child care, so I right. was like I can't get anything done so it was like the studio's been just sitting here kind of like empty since march
0: yeah i know you know what same kind of thing we we uh had someone help me build this garage into a, like a studio and put these walls and i'm still in this bedroom in the house because we started using it as storage and then he's here and i gotta be here and sh- and if she has to go do things then i can't be like not in the house and yeah so similar yeah. kind of i i went back there I was looking for Halloween costumes and I'm like, all right, I'm going to finish putting my stuff back here, you know, and he's actually about to go back to school. We got an email that, um, back to dad life, but that they're sending second graders back into school in LA here, um, in a couple of weeks, I guess, schools that got approval. So, uh, biting our fingernails, but see how this goes, I guess, you know, kind of crazy. He's been playing sports, like he's on a club soccer team and everything has these like protocols. So yeah um see how it goes
1: we we haven't sent our oldest back because they schools are now open in-person instruction five days a week but i don't want to send him back and then him bring it home and then i get sick right i know it's, I it's crazy with that even like getting a risk. cold
0: yeah i feel you like his because um, preschool kids are in school and so like his friend came over and they were hanging out like in the backyard we did all the things you're supposed to do they even had masks on all this stuff but of yeah. course like that kid got a cold from his little sister because kids are like supposed to get colds i mean that's just what happens like they're ready you know they're primed for it and they're then germ so,
1: factories they're, yeah they're so disgusting. instantly
0: like my kid got <laughs> a cold grows yeah and then you're like but a cold looks like COVID on paper, you know? So then you're like, do I have COVID? I don't know. Everyone's, okay, like, my <laughs> nose is running off. Ah, yeah, it just turns into the hole. Get like, out so, of my house. That was where we got our first test. I went and got that rapid test. And oh. uh, that one wasn't so bad. They don't go as far up your nose. Um, and you get it in 15 minutes, which was kind of nice. Um, so, because we were going to see my parents. So we did that one. But then the next weekend. Oh, right on. Yeah, so we did it. But the next weekend, and even there when we saw him, we're still stay far away. We're outside. And, you know, even That's with good. the test, like I wasn't like, hey, I'm going to, you know, breathe all over you. But the <laughs> then the next weekend, <laughs> like I had a to get a, a super test, the up the all the way nose test. And that was uh, I got to have that experience. It's not fun, but it's worth doing. You know what I mean? It's like I don't want to scare people. You You got to do it to be if you're going to do something. It's the responsible thing, I think.
1: Yeah, sadly, um, if you just take a little five minute trip down your Instagram feed, you'll see that like for the most part, people think it's over.
0: People are just like out going out. Well, it depends where. I mean, you look at Texas, and it's like a it's like a different planet <laughs> than like I mean, California. Yeah, it's it insane. kind of depends where, but like a lot of major, a lot
1: of like major nightlife markets are open you right not here clubs.
0: la is shut the fuck down still like <laughs> we are very <laughs> this whole city still like way you know it's it's even you do things and people look at you weird and it's it, you know it's very shut down here which in a way seeing where how everything's growing everywhere else i'm like all right i guess it's fine because we're gonna end up hitting this freaking second wave thing anyway scary um well, let's. Uh, besides that, is so depressing. COVID has affected our life, um, but you know, I mean, I'm sure it's given you more time to get into that DJ remix, you know, kind of world and utilize, you know, your yeah that that um, side of things. I've seen, you know, even an Instagram post you had a few days ago was like, I haven't been that active on Twitch and this and that, but I've been doing shit loads of music, you know, and you put right. out th- at um. Uh, that dope remix. What was the Seven Street? Um, what was that? Uh, I heard it the other the day. The latest one. Yeah, Seven Streeter. Yeah, yeah, Seven and Streeter D- and Davita. Yeah, that was tight. The Afro Beats remix was kind of like a house vibe. Um, and um, yeah, but um, so so coming up in DC was that like your your influence musically for being a DJ? Is that where you got a lot of your influences? Um,
1: influence for me was uh, the hip hop and R and B radio stations, okay, and their their live mix shows. Yes, um, that- the 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 two major hip hop and R and B stations in DC. Growing up, um, for me, they always had live broadcasts from the club every weekend. Oh, and wow. I wasn't I wasn't old enough to go, obviously, so. Me being like 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah. um, I would just listen to these live broadcasts. I would stay up all night, Friday night, Saturday night. I'd stay up till like 2, 3 in the morning and just listen to these mix shows live from the club every weekend religiously and just like loved it couldn't get enough started recording them and listening to them all week on tape wow and then had to figure out like how they were making one song play into the other so seamlessly and like the scratching and stuff i was like i have to figure out how they're doing this and then that kind of evolved into like getting vhs's of dmc stuff and then i found out there was a local dmc regional battle in dc and like going to that as a kid and my dad like driving me to the fucking worst part of town in dc to go to go to this really really like sketchy nightclub where they would host the dmc every year and him would be like you sure you're gonna be okay i'm like yeah dad it's all ages get out of here <laughs> and it was those dmcs were all ages yeah um which was cool so yeah, that was my main my main source of of uh, exposure was
0: that. Yeah, that's dope. That's what that's FM what Twitch uh, Twitch can be for kids now too. You know, I sure. see a lot of people yeah. in the chat rooms like, "Yo, I'm a kid. I'm 15." Da da da. You know, like talking. I'm like, this would be so dope if i was 15 years old and i get to watch all of literally the world class best djs in a row yo, we just switch channels I, watching them over and over jazzy I jeff was so, it's
1: mind-blowing yeah i was on twitch yesterday and i was just opened it up and like Lil louis vega's doing a set from his crib and i'm yep. like yo when would i ever get to see Lil louis vega dj live on so you know, ill in front of me
0: yeah. His record so, wall is crazy on his uh Twitch. I was watching it too. I'm like it's, Damn. it's mad. And I'm
1: just like you know, to have an experience like that, like I know pe- pe- we're we're lucky. Everyone's lucky yeah. to
0: Oh, I feel that's so kind lucky. Of the
1: silver silver lining. There's a lot of COVID silver linings.
0: Yo, I wake up and get to hang out with Scratch Bastard pulling his vinyl out and playing songs and like, living room joints yeah those are a, great it's the best thing ever like I can't those think of great. something better to wake up to you know besides my family so, but you know it's like in music world like that's crazy and then change the channel over to DJ Wonder and he's doing like the funniest weirdest thing with like an insane clown posse face and like I don't even know talking about hacking into Jazzy Jeff's phone to get invited to the playlist retreat it <laughs> was like the funniest thing he's oh like I'm gonna God. hack it and I'm gonna text myself and then like <laughs> like yo this is great um, and, and just the Jeff, creativity the yo, the f- yeah the, the, you've been to that f- right yeah a bunch of
1: times that's the family man that's uh, huge it's actually, huge. It's, it's actually um, funny because I live about I live about two hours from, from Jeff's house and I go over there um, well pre pre-COVID I used to go over there and just work on music with him wow that's um, dope Quite often, um, just because he's so close, you know. He, I mean, everything on the East Coast, you know, it's like nothing to go to, like, New York, A- AC, Jersey, Philly. Right. Um, he's out in Delaware. Um, but, yeah, man,
0: like, that's the family, man. Playlist fam. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's legendary. That's on every DJ's uh, sort of goal or top dream is to be able to go to that event, the Playlist Retreat it's definitely mind melting
1: <laughs> You just leave there and you're just like uh, overload
0: i know i love i love seeing all the videos and just seeing what comes out of it and then over time even months later a year later oh we made this there this is coming out or these people i connected with there the and collabs, now we made this album I've,
1: yo, it's amazing. i've collabed with so many people from there and we just make friends like there's so many great musicians and songwriters and instrumentalists, like I can just call up like a homie from there, like um, St. Ezekiel and be like, hey, can you put me down this like four bar guitar part? And he'll be like, sure, just send it right over. Or like, you know, like Ivan from Brass Tracks, he'll be like, yo, if you ever need horn parts, just let me know. I'm just like, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Thank right. you. Like, so dope. Yeah, it's just, you know, there is this great community.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, great. I mean, he picks the best people to go there. Um, and um, and so, like, you said that you would listen to those mixed shows, and that's how you got into it. I think a lot of people, too, same. I remember hearing he- these mixed shows and listening to DJ Revolution on the Wake Up Show and um, Friday Night Flavors, Mr. Chalk and J-Rock and all these people growing up in L.A. and and – i would be like what are they doing same thing recording it on cassette with the staticky thing and then listening back to it and um you know so how did you once you first kind of saved up and and got your stuff um were you immediately trying like you said your dad was dropping you at the battles were you trying to become a battle (laughs) dj or what did you want to do with it
1: no i i entered the regional dmc as a as a kid like Uh once or twice but never really got past like first round right okay um for me it was more like party djing i dj'd every house party in high school i dj'd all the school dances i dj'd all the football games basketball games uh our high school um my high school had a had a low power FM station, and then we actually moved to a new building. And when we moved into the new building, we had like a communication arts program, so we had a real television studio, a radio station, and a newspaper journalism program. Anyway, um, our radio teacher, I was in the radio program, just because like DJing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, our radio teacher somehow inked this deal with XM Radio to have us go to XM as um, juniors and seniors in high school and spend one or two days a week uh, interning at XM as like school credit. Oh, that's and super dope. I don't know if anybody knows this, but XM's main studios and headquarters are in D.C. No, I didn't they know bought- They bought the old National Geographic Printing Press building, which is this gigantic building in D.C., this old, old building, and they built 82 individual studios in this building. It's gigantic. Wow. So imagine, like, 82 radio stations inside one building.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's wild. It's like walking into Star Trek when you see the control space with, like, it's mental. Anyway, so I got to spend lots of time during high school i produced two shows on xm in high school wow that's
0: crazy that's yeah. amazing so, experience
1: i got to like get into radio real heavy like that and then i did some work at like fm radio in dc then i had my own mix show in dc on fm radio for a while right So yeah just i I, I, st- I still do a lot of radio i still do a lot of xm now Oh really? Uh, like, do you have a specific show or shows? That no, you just like just time? like guest spots, right? Yeah, nothing regular at the moment. I would love to. That's the thing, man. I, I can't
0: commit to that at because right. of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, maybe they're sending it in. I don't know. Hit up uh, Globalization. Probably would have you on. I'm sure. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. And I do. I, I just, I just, I just do one offs. Like I'm doing one right. for. I'm doing one for, um, like, I did Roster over the summer. I do the Poodle Party mix once a year. I'm doing Danger Zones joint in a couple months. So um, I'm doing another. Yeah, so I still do it, but it's, like, it's all one-offs. I yeah. can't do, like, a regular weekly.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Um, and um, so, like you know, um, all the stuff that you've done, like with the DJ, you know, like like we're talking about the music side of things, but um, as we grow up and, you know, do things, you got to think about like the business side of things. And that seems like something that you're pretty good at as well as being, you know, you you seem like someone that's really honed your technical skills and craft and, and all the music side of things but also you're into the business stuff and i see that like you work with a lot of brands and um in the sense of djing like for them and corporate things but also being like sponsored by companies and being like a reloop dj or you know those type of things um how do you like is there any way you could describe like the process of getting in with those brands like for the sponsorship things or what people could do to, to do to get to that point
1: yeah i mean i can only speak from personal experience these brands are going to reach out to you
0: right okay period yeah you can
1: the best way for you to get on their radar is for you to do something amazing like put out videos if you don't put yourself out into the universe you're never going to get anything back from it so in my case um between winning three style and putting out a lot of DJ videos on YouTube, that's how I was able to build those contacts and nurture those relationships with companies like Reloop and Roland and Pioneer and like get those endorsements and gigs and kind of cosigns and equipment and all that kind of thing. So yeah, you just gotta be and trust me they're paying attention yeah they're watching and they know who's doing like hot shit and they know who's like just sitting back not doing anything like me <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that's kidding.
0: fine this is the year of reflection <laughs> 2020 just maintaining Man- bro <laughs> maintaining just <and> maintaining pivoting <laughs> um and and um, right, so that, no, that makes perfect sense. And your YouTube is really strong. Like you got a lot of subscribers on there. The videos you put out are like super high quality. And Thanks. you and you put out like even just you have this promo video that shows like who D, who is DJ trace You want to know within I don't know how long that video was. Probably only it's like sixty a minute. seconds. I was gonna yeah. say it's one minute and. You really get a taste of who you are, and you see, you see, you going around the world. It's really well produced. Um, that video, I actually, I actually did that myself. <laughs> I, I love it. It's so good. I think every DJ Thanks. should have something like that. You know, because it it shows. Uh, your music style it shows your personality it shows your experience um, it, it thanks, really man. showed everything you you were within that short amount of time um, and I think that was a good introduction to your YouTube channel to then go okay I want to watch more videos by this guy oh damn he has tutorials where he's teaching me I think that's huge because thanks I mean if I feel like I learned something from you like I'm never gonna forget you like I the, I've watched so many tutorials during this quarantine to learn OBS and all this Yo, stuff. And now YouTube I'm like YouTube University, baby. I'm like friends with these guys in my head. I'm not I'm really, like, but I'm like I'm like magna cum laude at <laughs> YouTube University. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, I can't tell you how much I appreciate. If I saw these people in real life, I'd be like, thank you so much. You've helped me so much. I learned yeah, from you. It. If I want to learn how to do anything, the yeah. first stop
1: is YouTube.
0: Right. First, so,
1: f- I mean, I'll, of course, I'll like call a friend, but like, yeah, the first but even topic.
0: the friend can yeah you know um so yeah i mean that's been great i think you're good at putting out these tutorial videos but Thanks, then also man. you have the um routine videos you know you do something for biggie's birthday or you'll do a recap of your sway in the morning or your uh red bull three style set which you know we got to acknowledge you congrats i mean that was huge i think i was there the night you were you there worked. you Dude, were
1: there i
0: was there it was so dope i actually Re- think that's the first
1: night i ever met you in person
0: I think so, too. So maybe I'm good and luck for you. <laughs> you
1: must have been at Playlist.
0: No, I've never been to Playlist. Um, so shout to Jazzy Jeff. But okay. I, uh, <laughs> I'd i never been. No, what was happening was... Because everyone from Playlist was there that night. I know. So it was pretty yeah. amazing. I got to meet everyone in the world. I mean, I met DJ Scratch <laughs> that night. Every DJ ever. Pretty like, crazy. I, I met that night. And I... Um, I was DJing at just some club, like Hotel Monaco on the roof. I got booked randomly. Shout out to Dave. Yeah, it's super shout out, shout to, out Dave to Dave. Yeg. I love that guy. Um, there's another, hopefully another good. COVID casualty. <sighs> what, that, that club's gone? That gig, man. No, I think the oh, club's still there. It's just a yeah, gig, man. I think people are DJing there now, actually, because it's rooftop. I've seen a couple of really? things maybe, or, or I saw like some chill DJ Royale or some people posting something. Oh, that's, the, the, um, yeah, that's the homie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to have a,
1: I used to have a lot of stuff. <laughs> 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 I used to have a, I used to do a residency there too, man. I was there like, oh, like three or four times a summer
0: yeah same Um, he would fly me out i mean i'd come out there a few times a summer it was the best and i'd connect it with atlantic city and all that stuff yeah Um, yeah yeah. but no so i think i was djing either that night or the night before and then saw three style uh national championships were there and i'm like i need to go so i ended up that's great um well thank you for staying Yo, it was, I mean, I was like, I have to. This is the best thing ever. Everyone's here. So I remember I, I went, I saw everybody. I mean, I met people from from everywhere. You know what I mean? I met you. I got to see you win. I got to feel the energy of all of the DJ sets. And um, who else was there? Chris Villa, maybe? I don't know who was in it that year. I mean, I'm sure you have a better uh, recollection. Um, no, I have the poster right
1: behind me. <laughs> I can just I can just look at the poster. It was me, uh, boy genius. Yes, boy genius. Mike twenty six hundred. Oh yeah, the homies. I mean, th- th- these are all great friends. Like even though it's a competition, like we're all friends. Oh yes. Uh, DJ JC. Yeah. Oh man. Um, God, who am I forgetting? Oh shit. Uh, DJ Ease. Oh yeah, of course and uh dj supaji supaji okay i always get his name wrong (laughs) yes (laughs)
0: sorry sorry (laughs) supaji um yeah and then the judges i think were like four colors zach and craze maybe and somebody or i don't know what it was Uh, was scratch bastard jazzy jeff and dj bite okay i'm totally wrong but yes i (laughs) 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 remember It was overwhelming. Uh, I definitely met uh, DJ Scratch. He was there. A lot of DJs were just there too, which just to see it. I think a lot of New York DJs came down and people from all over. Yeah, dude. It was That was a
1: star star-studded
0: balcony yeah. there. I mean, you like, had, I mean, you had a lot of eyes and ears on you. That must have been I, It's pre- it's well, pressure so to enter a battle whether you know the people or not, let alone all of your peers that you've looked up to <laughs> and that you respect no, completely. No no pressure. No oh my God!
1: That's called stomach yeah. ache. <laughs> when like, when like Lord Finesse and Young Guru and like all these dudes are in the balcony,
0: that's crazy. You're
1: just like,
2: don't fuck up. <laughs> don't well, fuck
1: up. You did not fuck that's up. That's actually my. That's actually my three style motto in DJing. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> uh, man, I can't. Someone used to like joke with me uh oh god i can't remember who it was but like every time i would go out to like go on stage or do a gig they'd be like well don't fuck it up
0: <laughs> that's just kind of like stuck with me <laughs> i know that's like the i know that 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 definitely doesn't help i don't think
1: <laughs> it helps me just because i kind of just laugh it off but right but it's like if you look at someone
0: you're like don't fuck up you're like why are you putting that in my head i wasn't planning yeah on it
1: i just had fun then it was a fun night
0: it was super fun dude it was so much fun to watch you
1: we actually got a we got a busload of people up from from dc we 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 rented a a gigantic bus and got like 100 people to come up wow it was great so i definitely had some like local support in uh in philly but philly was showing mad love too yeah and Uh, i think because of the philly dj culture in general. Um, they just appreciate like good DJs they don't really care like where you're from they just want you to like come with it you know oh, so totally. I got a lot of I, I got a lot of love that night which was cool
0: yeah yeah Philly is a great uh, DJ city you know and it's so close to DJ city it's so close to New York, <laughs> York that you know just like the birthplace of all that you know in a way so it's just um, yeah some legendary DJs from there obviously um, so, and, and in regards to your battle sets, do you have a certain process for putting those together um, and starting out or doing it? No. Well,
1: yeah. Yes and no. Um, all my three style sets were just based off of little ideas that I'd come up with in the club or like walking through Target. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like it sounds funny, but like if I hear a song... In a store or somewhere, and I'm like, oh, that song's cool. And then, you know how like the DJ brain, you th- you start like th- thinking of other songs, like other tangential, yeah, connections and stuff. So anytime I'm I'm playing a gig at a club, at a party, party setting, if I come up with a cool combination or an idea, I just make a little crate, and then I put all those little crates of ideas in one big crate, and then I have like, you know. In yeah. a in a in a in a year's time, I will have accumulated like maybe a hundred or two hundred ideas that I can pare down from. Because you know you only got like fifteen minutes, so right, you really only have room for like fifteen or twenty ideas. Yeah, and you just have to pick the best ideas from your your rough box of a hundred. So right. that's where, and I just I just get the best I ideas out that make the most sense together as a cohesive set and try to put them in the right order that makes sense and make it fun and you know it's all about flow too it's got to flow really well um but that's the that's the general process it's just like existing miniature ideas that i kind of stack up right
0: and, um, and, you know, we were saying earlier that you, I mean, you're a tour DJ for people like Nina Sky and yeah. um, some other artists, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, But you've also been a battle DJ who's made it to the top of that mountain, um, corporate, I mean, streaming a little bit on other people's sites. I know. But still, I've seen you on there. I mean, you were on Bastard's Barbecue, Killing It, and a lot of things. Shut, so, shout um, out to Bastard. That's my you, homie. I think you tick all the boxes of doing all the Thanks, things. Thanks, man. Um, are you, is there... Any sets that stand out to you that you're the most proud of or felt like these milestone moments for you? Um, is the three style thing that for you or are there other things like that?
2: Mm, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, those were great moments. My favorite of those would probably be uh, the the Lucky Bastard set, the video set that I put out um, in 2014. Cause I I made that video and I created that set just for fun, not thinking anything would happen, not thinking it would go anywhere. I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna make this for fun. And yeah, I'm gonna do me and just keep it very authentic and put it out, have fun. And if it goes somewhere, great. If not, it's just great content to have out to share. Exactly. and. The requirements that year, because there was no 3Style in the US that year, um, so it was like an online world wildcard for the countries that didn't have a 3Style, which is the US was included in, in that list. So the only requirement was you had to put out a mix on Mixcloud. This is the very like early days of Mixcloud. Yeah. Um, you just had to upload a 15-minute mix to Mixcloud. I think I was the only person in the world that was like, well, yeah, I could do a mix, that would be cool, but it would be even better if I made a video. So I was like the only person out of the like, however many hundreds and hundreds of videos they got, or uh, mixes they got, I was the only one to put out a video. And I put the video out, 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 on YouTube right away, put it out. Like, even before the deadline to submit was over, I was like, here's this video I made, Boop. put it out. And I think, I literally ruined it for everybody. Sorry. (laughs) Fuck all of you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That was the point. No, I... Because now you have to submit a a video.
0: Yeah, you're right. Well... Sorry. uh (laughs) i ruined I mean, it for you <laughs> i know but it's better to submit the video i mean you can't even trust anyone nowadays you know what i mean There's They been even styles. fake the videos they even fake the battle set remember there was someone that <laughs> did a fake set or the something a- one australia of them. guy yeah what was it? i mean i remember people going crazy off that right that was wild like why 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 would you even do that i don't know why does anybody do anything
1: but anyway yeah so that's probably my favorite three style thing i've done is that yeah. video I just had fun. It was in my basement at my old house and I just made a little fun little video
0: and I was having fun doing it. It was great. And so you're talking about being authentic and being genuine and and doing things that you love, which I think is something that can get lost in the DJ game fairly easily when you bring in money and having to make it into a business um, somewhat. You know, it can be... You can just sort of lose sight on why you're doing this or why you started. Um, And especially you do all these things, like I said, from corporate to battle to the most personal to totally things for other people. Do you have any tips or ways that you stay authentic and genuine within all of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think putting out
1: uh, work that's authentic and genuine will attract uh, the type of, of it, it'll attract more work that you're going to want to, right. To take, I turn down a lot of stuff. I'm sure a lot of people turn down a lot of work. I just turned down stuff that I
0: don't want to do or that's not a good fit. Um, how do you and, know what to turn down? If somebody had that question, you know what I mean? Like if someone's out there like, well, wait, I just want to work. Like, what do you mean? How do you turn things? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, t- Dependent
1: on like person to person. I mean, there's some people that DJ that just love playing records and they'll play records for anybody. They'll play any kind of music. They don't care. They just love playing records to crowds. So they're going to say yes to a lot more gigs. Whereas like someone like me, I like playing stuff. I like playing more stuff that I like. Obviously, like I'm down to rock a crowd, um, but I'm still going to do me. So I just like to get open and play play whatever i want and i i can still do that and still make a crowd react well yeah um but i like to do gigs where i know i can get open and just do me with no consequences Um, yeah and uh, even for like corporate brand work they're looking for that unique authentic kind of vibe too so it's important to always keep that in the back of your mind like be yourself don't try to be anybody else
0: yeah yeah i agree general rule of every of life a rule of life exactly and especially uh things where you're trying to make something artistic your job you know you have to find that balance
1: yeah, and DJing's weird too cuz like there's all different types of DJing, you know? There's like right. wedding DJing and there's like corporate in-store DJing and then there's like tour DJing and radio. I mean, there's like so many different lanes. You just have to find the lane that feels good for you and that feels comfortable and like you enjoy doing it. It shouldn't be a drag. Somebody yeah. was talking about streaming the other day on Twitter and was like, "Don't stream because" you feel like you have to, or like some kind of obligation to like keep up with everybody. Like start a stream if it feels good. And if it's fun, like it's gotta be fun for you to go and like
0: do what yeah. you're
1: doing. If, if you don't love it, just stop.
0: Yeah, that's the truth. Um, And also like, from like yeah.
1: the money standpoint too, just as like a final thought. Yeah, please. Cause you're talking about it being as a business. Um, you have to be able to like, build up enough money in your bank account to be able to say no to things so you don't feel obligated like, oh, I have to take this gig because I got to pay the bills this week. Right. Like, you're just going to start hating your job. Yeah. You're going to start taking a bunch of gigs that you don't want to do just because they pay a certain amount for you to help
0: to pay your bills. Like, it's going
1: to just start dragging you down
0: and you're going to hate it. Right. Yeah, because I think as DJs, you people want to um, be somewhat like a please everyone, you know, and be like, oh, I can do anything, but in reality, that might hinder you, you know. And they'll be like, oh, well, this person just does the one thing, but. It's, that might help them make the decisions and say yes and no to the right things that gives them the quality career that they want out of it, you know? So it's just like anything, yeah. like if you, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything, you know, like that kind of thing in life. But so for DJing too.
1: Yeah. And also you don't necessarily have to say no to something, but if it's something that you don't want to do, just give them some like outrageous price.
0: That uh, Yes, you I do. You give
1: them the like the fuck off price and sometimes they bite i know they'll be like okay we'll pay that and you'll be like what <laughs> and,
0: and then you're don't like i should i should have charged more
1: <laughs> right <laughs> um, right so yeah. you just gotta shoot it you gotta shoot it so high that they're gonna be like
0: okay yeah it's true anyway and if so, you don't if you don't want to do it right exactly or or if you're like i would do it for this then just really say what that price is and then if you get it great go for it one um, million dollars. One million dollars, please. <laughs> <laughs> what of and so like speaking of industry stuff, um, is there anything that you if you could just change something about the DJ industry, do you think something needs to be changed? Like could you pick out one or some things that you, you would change? <sighs>
1: um I just want the I think the the one thing that stands out in my mind over the last like two to three years is I want the rights holders to get together with content creators and come to some kind of deal. There's no reason why videos should be taken down from Instagram. Everybody should be getting paid.
0: Yes, I agree. Um,
1: I understand that it's it's an uphill battle with like existing platforms, but there's gotta be a better way to negotiate terms for everyone to get paid. Like all the rights holders can be paid. You can have a small share to pay the DJ. Like everyone can be taken care of and keep it legal. Um, you know, that's another reason why like I do work with DJ city because they're legit on everything. Even moving forward into like beat source, right? This everything is above board. Like they're not violating copyright issues. Like we're trying to keep it all legit and follow the rules and respect rights holders. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing I'd want to change. Is like I would want to see some some growth in the agreements between content creators on the DJ end being allowed to put up mixes and stuff and videos and the rights holders being able to take some kind of advertising revenue from those plays and spins and get paid so they don't have to do takedown requests. Right. because even on YouTube, they've somewhat figured that out, right? Uh, there's lots of platforms that are starting to, find ways to, to make it work like Mixcloud has deals with all the labels that I think now at least yeah. most of the majors um, right but yeah dude I'm one of those guys that lost a gigantic SoundCloud account oh really threes, from the three strike thing yeah I mean stuff like that is just like it's just it's just irritating it's like it's God, so you, pour, it's you so pour stupid you pour all this effort into this thing and then they just
0: like pull it out from under you you know right yeah and, and why, I also don't get that now they don't do that on SoundCloud though. They don't delete <laughs> the accounts or even take, or give you the strikes. So like, what the hell was the point so of that? so dumb. So dumb. Like and it's, you guys- it's
1: all very arbitrary. And then, I mean, even for any of these platforms, it's like, you've got a bunch of really dope DJs on let's say Instagram live, which is yeah. a shitty platform for DJing period. But in the early days of the pandemic, you had like a guy like D nice who was killing it and getting like a hundred zillion views. But then a month later you find out that he had a pass. Um, maybe that, I feel that like that Insta- was a
0: rumor. I, I don't
1: know if he Instagram, had a pass. No, i I read that Instagram paid for a,
0: for a broadcast license for him. I read that too, but I but I don't think it was true. I think someone made that up because uh, I've heard well, him say, it, I got no license. For, and he uh, still well, goes on. I see him every night and he'll go, keep going. Oh, I'm back on, I'm back on, I'm back. I think they're pulling him down every time. So just for argument's sake, let's say Instagram
1: gives him a pass, right? Right, because right. it Because it attracts more users to their platform. They're going to get more eyes on their advertising and they're going to sell more ads, more money, more money, more money, right? Yeah they're not going to shut him down with a hundred thousand views on his IG live because they're going to make a ton of money from users being on their platform. Right. So there's no reason why they can't scale that down to a smaller user. They already have all the algorithms and the, um, the detection software in place. It can't be that hard to pivot that, (laughs) Yeah. Into into a revenue stream for rights holders.
0: Right. It's it just has to be something with the lawyers and the old laws that are in place from this DMCA thing that was written before any of this existed it's, and all this stuff. You know, and no one mess, will move dude. forward. You know. So yeah, definite mess. But exactly, I think that's a great thing to change, and um, especially to, uh, that would help DJs, like, musicians. Here's an example. All of it
1: all the remixes i do i would love like other than the the ones that get officially stamped by the the the, the, uh the uh label yeah all the all the bootleg ones i would love to put those out i would love to have those on spotify and apple music but i can't right when sites like legit mix do you remember that site um yes yeah but i I never really went on like that 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 idea should have flourished right but it didn't like they had the position that we can pay the rights holders and we can get the remixer paid or at a minimum we can pay the rights holders for the, the for the original work and allow the remix to exist online
0: legally and get spins right and and even the sites what was that mixbank and dubset and all these sites like what happened those, to all that why don't they still those exist. catch on right but but they don't become the norm for some reason everyone goes to twitch and they're like hey it's totally illegal here let's do this <laughs> i think dubset
1: dubset and mixed bank are still in like a holding pattern with a couple of the majors like i know sony is a holdout and i think universal was too right so they have all the indies and they have all the smaller catalogs on lock but these majors man they're just and it's like, hey they're, guys, they're holding on to a dying business model,
0: right? Like, but and that's what they've always done. They held on to the the you know tapes when they had, I mean, vinyl when the tapes were coming out, and CDs would, when and tapes were big, and then mp3s they're like no way and then streaming each time it's like yo learn your lesson but that's how they do it and now it's like yo hey guys we're in a pandemic everyone's online my kid goes to school online my kid listens to music he has to do a dance class online are you gonna shut that down i'm sure soon enough they're gonna shut that down you know like yoga classes peloton is like gonna get killed because of their music licensing thing it's like some insane suit against them like really yeah, I heard they're having insane music licensing problems and had to pull I'm surprised, so much stuff. I'm surprised a company that big doesn't
1: just buy some licensing rights. I don't
0: think you can. That's the thing. I think it's the same way people don't understand what Serato has to go through to like on the back end. I think that the people don't understand what these companies have to go through and that it's not just... They're probably willing to buy it, but then... The companies are probably doing what we do to gigs that we don't want to do and giving them the insane price. Like, okay, give me $70 billion, $1 trillion. Like, they're yeah. just making it unattainable.
1: That's, and they've got to set up a publishing system where it's kind of fair and equitable and everybody can get paid a reasonable amount of money because on the, on the one-off end of that, you know, there's like sync licensing where if I produce a song and like Best Buy wants to use my song in a right. commercial, they can pay me some pretty high flat fee to have the licensing rights to use that in an ad or in a movie or something. Mm-hmm. But, for, but for something like a example, like the Peloton thing, on a recurring basis, like a DJ mix, there's got to be a way to set it up to where everyone can get paid to legally replay that music for a small group of like people on their bikes every day
0: yeah or depending on how many people are going to see it or what what level you're going to broadcast this radio does it
1: yeah they've got the model set up for radio there's no reason why they can't work it for all the different digital platforms twitch i know i mean mixcloud did it they somehow did it the beat source did it
0: right and beat source is doing it and it's getting better and better and you know it is going to be the way it goes but it's funny because they they can't let go of the old things you know what i mean it's like old djs like they can't let go of the stuff like they still want to calculate the streams to sales. Why does that even, why is that a thing? You know what I mean? Nowadays, people are like, I went platinum. I got this many sales. Like, what does that even mean anymore? You went platinum because uh, this many streams equals a sale? That I I don't, I still can't comprehend.
1: It's an old metric that they use. Here's an example. It's it's stupid, it seems like. If I told you I was parked a mile away, you in your head would instantly have a general idea of how far that was, right? Right. So it's that kind of analogy where, like, they know generally what a sale costs and how and what the importance of one sale is. So they just have to translate or convert that uh, streaming currency into like something that their brain can digest,
0: right? I mean, yes, I get it, but I just feel like their it's it, their whole thing is to hang on to old things and not yeah, absolutely go with the new things they're that not are coming pivoting. out. You know, they're, they're, they're not, not pivoting, pivoting well. Listen, guys, they're they're just maintaining. They're just maintaining. <laughs> See, that's the those are the words of 2020: pivot and maintain. Um, you you brought it all back full circle right there. Um, so, okay, well, let's uh, talk about some of the other things that you've done. Um, your production stuff, like um, so as far as you know doing the production, what is some of the stuff that you've been working on? Uh, doing official remixes for DJ City. So all
1: my pop and like kind of mainstream remix work is exclusively available on DJ City. So I've been doing that with them for almost two years now. Nice. And um, just working on original music too and making beats, um, songwriting. Um, I put out an EP at the beginning of the year in January and then got back into remix mode and I was working on the new EP and then COVID, you know, COVID's kind of like throwing a wrench in, into everything. Of course yeah, man just been like um, trying to level up all levels of musicianship and production and learning some new instruments and new techniques. Um, I'm working on a project right now doing sound design for Roland. It's not like officially out yet, so I can't really say more than that, but um, right dope. you know, just trying to do do things like that. sorry, my headphone's bugging on me again. Oh, all good. There we go. It's good now. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's tight. Yeah, I mean, you're good at um, the same way that you're good at being like an open format DJ and have the ability to hit all the angles. Your production is like that too, because I mean. Your edits will be all over the place um, in a good way, like the wide range of different kinds of things. And you'll have these themes, or you'll do all 90s blends, or you'll do. Oh, yeah. Um, I did it a couple years. You know, ago. like you're saying, even the, the Afrobeats remix, you, you made this smoothed out house thing, you know, and then you did that Drake uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later remix with Lincoln Bio. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a new, a little new uh,
1: collaboration a covid collab. I right. actually we've 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 never met in person but um the uh Mark from DJ City, Mark from Tallboys, he linked us up and was like, "Hey, I think you guys would be a good fit so, to work as a team." And it's been good. And we've put we've done like three songs. We're working on a fourth one right now. Who who is
0: that? I don't even he came Lincoln out of nowhere. Yeah, all I've seen is He's, his tag on stuff. He he used to go by a different name. Okay. Um, but he's a DJ
1: and producer from okay. Toronto. Oh, got it. Okay. I, t- I have this like subconscious, like magnetic attraction to all things Canadian. Like <laughs> A lot of my DJ friends are Canadian and like,
0: just, I love Canada. Yeah. I love Canada too. And I mean, dude, some of the best DJs I would, and producers, I love to
2: move to Canada.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you might, uh, maybe on Wednesday you'll do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's no, dude. Some of the best. Canada, DJs, if you're listening, Canada, invite me. Listen to my uh, Drake remix with Lincoln Bio, and let me in. <laughs> um,
1: well, so I and so ironically, of course, we remixed a, a, a Drake song. So, I know that's what I'm saying. It's straight, which was his idea. So I had nothing to do with. Yeah, well, uh, it's good. The, I love with, it with the concept. I had more of the engineering, production, chord writing kind of stuff. But okay, he. On, on that particular one, he did the baseline and he did like the concept, the chops, the sample chops, all that. It's our, our, uh, our collaboration is very even and we bring different things to the table and we kind of like bounce off of e- each other. So it's a, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun
0: project. Dope. Look forward to yeah. hear more stuff you guys are doing. Um, Thanks. and, um, and as fu- and then as far as your edits, like, do you have a specific, uh, you know, process that you do to make those or ideas before yeah, you start them? Yeah, it's
1: all it's all just based out of necessity. I don't okay. make edits just to make edits, right? I'll I'll only sit down and make an edit if it's uh, like a DJ tool that I need mm-hmm. to create, or if there is something, a certain kind of sound. That's missing, or if I want to flip a song into a different genre that needs um, a fit, right? A lot of that idea was born out of um, me doing radio mix shows. Um, I love to take songs that didn't fit the format and like make them fit the format. Yeah, but in a but in a tasteful way, right? Um, obviously, like I have tons of throwaway stuff that just. Was a great idea on paper. And then when I went to sit down and make the beat and try to make the acapella, the remix fit, it just was not a good fit. So I just abandoned lots of ideas like that. (laughs) Right. Of course. So many (laughs) throwaways.
0: Yeah. I mean, we all do just have these half finished things. Yeah. Um, and then I know, like we said, COVID and all this stuff's been crazy. I've seen that, like, apart from DJing, you've had some pandemic projects, like um, building this trailer. And <laughs> yeah, <stuff>. so, um, <laughs> so
1: my wife and I have always been, for many years now, obsessed with airstreams. And if you don't know what an airstream is, you can just Google it. It's a classic trailer that's been made since the 1930s. They're like the oldest. Travel trailer company in the world. I think they're very famous. They provided like uh, the quarantine trailer units for the astronauts that came back from the Apollo missions in the '60s. All the way, they still make brand new stuff now. Like they're just beautiful um, vehicles. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we bought a like a vintage 1970s one on Facebook Marketplace for like stupid cheap. And wow. we've always we've always wanted one, but brand new, they're like over a hundred grand. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we got one like like dumb, like old Honda cheap. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and we just been like renovating it, stripped it down to the frame. I'm huge in into cars. If you follow my Instagram stories, you know I post about cars like all the time. Um I'm obsessed with cars. I got like little toy cars everywhere nice um and in my previous life i was like building honda race cars and stuff so i love working on cars and i love being handy like around the house so this is like the best of both worlds it's like it's a house but it's also on wheels so i've just been like renovating that and i started an instagram for it (laughs) because i didn't want to put all that stuff on my trade instagram so (laughs) that's been like that's not really a pivot but the inspiration was like we found one that was stupid cheap that we couldn't pass up we've always wanted to have one we needed like a quarantine project and um we kind of secretly wanted to have like an escape vehicle if shit really hit the fan like i'm not even kidding well um, i mean that's that's perfect <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen on wednesday
0: <laughs> yeah shit we'll see what happens at the election yeah. pop, pop in the airstream <laughs> and um it kind of made sense specifically
1: for covid because we love to travel i mean jesus my five-year-old has a full passport oh
0: wow like, i mean we, you've been all over the world just in your dj career yeah alone, like when right? i toured i toured
1: asia 2018 Mm-hmm. 2019, 2018. Uh, wait, yeah, 2018. I did like a five week tour in 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 Asia, and I just took the whole family with me. Oh wow! So it was my my wife had just gotten done with uh, school. It was about to start her new job, and we had this time off. So we were like, "Well, I got to go on this tour. Why don't I just bring you guys with me?" Yeah, well, that was insane. But anyway. Uh, We love to travel. We've we've had the travel bug for years. Like even before we had kids, like my wife and I would travel everywhere. Right. Um, And of course, like tons of traveling for DJing. And now with COVID, you can't travel anywhere. So we thought, like, wow, it'd be great to have this trailer so we could like drive around the U.S. and still be able to travel, but do it safely at social distance. We have like our own kind of clean quarantine space to like go see national parks and go see family that doesn't live near us, like all of our family's very spread out, you know. So we were like it was a great kind of combination of everything.
0: Yeah. Is it done? Like can you use it yet? <laughs>
1: uh that's a <laughs> that's a funny Sorry. story. Is that a bad <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh this thing's been like a super roller coaster of a year with this thing. Um it is like 95% ready to get on the road. We're literally waiting for like axle shock mounts to come in the mail on Monday so I can mount the shocks. I just installed like new axles on it last week. We're going to get tires for it tomorrow. Um, We just nice. did all new flooring inside. We painted the inside. I just did all, I just wrapped up all the electrical on it yesterday. So it doesn't have like interior furnishings yet, but it's got Electrical and a floor and lights <laughs> and it'll roll soon. <laughs> so like we're just gonna roll like, yet. That's an important part of the rolling, <laughs> right? So we're just gonna like throw some air mattresses in it and just take it somewhere this week, hopefully, because my wife's on vacation from work.
0: So that's dope, fun. dude. Hell yeah. yeah! What's the Instagram Traces Trailers or something? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's your company. That's your pivot. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we've. My wife and I have joked about that. Like, well, you know, if like clubs never open again, you
0: you could just like renovate these things. I mean, I see like uh, DJ Mars in Atlanta is like making the most insane dopest uh, BMX bikes for people. It's crazy. Like I've seen the stuff he's building. So
1: there's so many, there's so many
0: DJs
1: and DJ buddies of mine that I had no idea had like other little hobbies and interests. Like, yeah. Do you you know uh, DJ Nova? Yeah. From Vegas, yeah, he's like he's like a really good carpenter. Oh, no, so I didn't like, know that. We so we we've been like talking on Instagram about like that kind of stuff because I'm doing stuff like that for my little project. He's like building furniture and remodeling his house and stuff, and then like lots of other DJ homies that follow my new Instagram account. Just like are. Hitting me up like, Oh yeah, like I know about this and Yeah. Wow, it's cool. that's
0: crazy. Yeah, DJ yeah, so. Ayers too, uh from The Rub, he's like a really good carpenter too. Oh shit. Wow. I mean I he see He lives him in Philly phil- too, doesn't he? He li- I think he lives in Brooklyn. Uh but oh, I in see New he's York. like Oh New York. Yeah. He'll be like speaker rub. stands, walnut you know, like put he's always building crazy things, building his daughters a desk Yo, and all that. Another stuff. one
1: is um Boy Genius. I think B- Boy Genius and his dad. Oh, they build, yeah. They Crazy build DJ, DJ stands. Yeah. yeah forgot about yeah. that. So, like, there's, there's lots of, like, super handy, crafty, c- creative DJs that have, like, other
0: skills. Yeah, yeah now's the time to to that's your pivot that's your COVID pivot dive in at least get some you know get something out of this time even if it goes back to normal quote unquote uh eventually you know whatever that is yeah exactly in the sense of just not saying you're busy all the time you know when we were a year ago like sorry bro whenever i have time i'll do this like now it's like we know you have time (laughs) (laughs) okay don't lie to me um (laughs) What? Um, all right. Well, let's see. I I asked on the internet if um, people had questions for you, and I got okay. some 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 questions. So why don't we get oh, into them? Uh, we also just got some really nice um, things. People just said nice things ab- about and to you. The Kid cut up was like, I just love reading what he's been doing and saying on the internet, and you know, was just giving you <laughs> props and just really likes you. So yeah,
2: I saw props that tweet
0: and uh, that th- th- shout out to him
1: and thank yeah. you kid cut up for the love yeah i i definitely uh speak my mind in terms of like all things uh politics on twitter
0: yeah you are so, very outspoken um, you know but uh i think sorry. that you <laughs> no but I, I think that you i mean from what i take these from are it, um these you, are not the views of Be- of Beatsource incorporated <laughs> i think that you um i this you know everyone has been forced to confront uh, their own role in activism and what they've done within all of this. You know what I mean? From especially, especially this year. That's what I'm saying this year. You know what I mean? You're yeah. in the quarantine and black lives matter movement comes out and this election and all these things. And there was a point when you could not ignore it and you could not not talk about it. And you seemed kind of like an asshole if you weren't. And you're, and then your takes on it could also make you an asshole but um, and everything's everyone's opinion of course and they can all say whatever the hell they want so yeah. I'm not controlling anyone but um, yes, you you are very outspoken. You're not afraid to say what you think. And I think that people can be afraid, especially we're our own boss and we work with corporations and so we don't want to get blacklisted from things. You know what I mean? Um, but you want to be able to go to sleep at night and feel like you said the right thing and did the right thing. You know, and um, I think that's something I commend you for. And, um, Thanks, man. People I appreciate it. Yeah, I think people see that, that you're doing that. So I think that was something he was giving you props on from what I understood. Yeah, for and, sure.
1: Yep. Talk, and, uh,
0: t- talking my shit on yes trey's is not on afraid. the bird he's not afraid to talk his shit and um, um, just get so, on the bird and i let these tweet let these twitter fingers fly <laughs> <laughs> go engage go he's he's not afraid to engage right. um and uh yeah so so that was from kid cut up and then let's see so dj frazier davis um, oh yeah she's she, great she's she, uh, I met her
1: for the first time either at B Junkies or at 3Style when 3Style came to DC. She had a great 3Style set.
0: Yeah, she is dope. I don't know that much about her, but I definitely recognize the name. I feel like I've had some sort of interaction with her. And and She's I'm looking DJ, to get yeah. more. Um, I want to diversify the genders on this show. We've had women on here. Um, yeah. But I want more, you know, so please audience she, hit me with, uh, you know, hit me with, with people. So yeah, i got to reach out to her and there's a lot of people I have on the list, but I want to just make sure we keep this show. Like I want to shine the light on the right people. So everyone listening, if you got advice of who you would love to hear on here, please hit us. Cause I just want to make sure, yes, we want to interview the a tracks and the amazing people that people know, but also shine light on different genders and races and, and, and people that are lower down DJs because I've had some DJs on with like who's that and then everyone's like I love that episode you know so I want to really keep doing that but um, yeah I mean even like I think you mentioned this before we started
1: recording yeah. um, you interviewed uh, like a couple of cats over the summer that people in the US hadn't heard of so I'm I'm yeah. that I'm, I'm definitely in that camp where I love to be put on to new stuff all the time. Me too. And I I I look to people like you to put me on because like that's that's the whole reason why we listen to podcasts and stuff is to get put yeah. on to stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's Knowledge, what I'm knowledge. <laughs> knowledge, baby. Let's spread the knowledge and uh spread the music and all that. So um Fraser Davis asks, um, yeah. how does trays think dj battles will or should evolve or change over the next few years i don't think much is gonna change it's it's already all
1: online now you know it's all online submissions let's put your video out i don't see that changing much true um i think i think uh everybody has their lane i like what a track is doing with Goldie's, you know, he's got like a couple of different elements. Um, he's also got head to head, which is kind of taken from DMC, um, in in a sense, and he comes from from that world. Um, so that's kind of a new kind of twist, and then having the beat battle in on the same night is, yeah, is, is cool. So I think you'll just see like more of that multi dimensional. Um, guys like 69 beats who can like be crazy musical with his DJ sets and create music and remixes kind of on the fly DJ Inferno type yeah D- uh, um, DJ
0: Buck Rogers
1: Buck, he's another one with, with the drumming he's sick with it yeah and he's yeah. done three style too and he won
0: Goldie's he won Goldie's so there you go
1: Yo, he's, uh, uh, yeah he's I, I, I yeah. think that's where it's going And it's just going to be all the same video format, especially if we don't get back to like big in-person events anytime soon. It's just going to
0: all stay online. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good, take on it yeah buck rogers unreal dude like he's on twitch all the time too he's one of the most creative people on twitch too with the plugins and all the obs things i don't know what the hell his, he's doing his but
1: greens his green screen game is crazy and he's always got, like costumes he had, and
0: masks and he shit. has like snapchat filters on his face and like and then i saw uh he had like i don't know what it was i gotta hit him but um like glow in the dark um Uh, stickers or lines on his records, so when they spun they like look so crazy and and then I go on his stream super late I had to go to sleep but like I clicked into it or something and I was like hey and he's like spider what up boom within like three seconds he had my voice from some podcast not this podcast that I don't even remember doing he stays stays strapped talking about like I had you know uh what DJing and being great, and then talking about him and his example, and he had a routine. He scratched it. It was the dopest thing. I like had my phone That's out. I'm wow. like, yo, I'm filming this right now. Like, I have to post it on Instagram. I was so hyped. I'm like, how's he doing this? Um, and then uh, I was like, what is that? He's definitely like a mad scientist type. Yo, dude. so much. So he's he's gonna use this. Um, so anything you say right now will be scratched. So if you have a good uh, <laughs> DJ DJ Buck Rogers, the mad scientist dj buck rogers the mad scientist, just get into it <laughs> what the book what the buck? all right there you go buddy we just made your scratch sentence <laughs> you <sound> like <laughs> a year's worth of drops right there <laughs> um, all right dj kale um not with a k c-a-l-e uh and underscore nj i think he's from new jersey he asked the question new i jersey think we, kale. we we already do they eat kale in new jersey i don't know but they probably they, grow a lot there. there's like hell of farms Yeah, true. Farms and uh, fist pumping. That's what it's all about. Um, The (laughs) Jersey Shore. Um, The, um, oh, he asked something I think we already um, covered, but maybe you'll have a a different thing to say about it. How long does it take you to do a Red Bull 3-style set? We kind of covered it, right?
1: Yeah, I mean. Okay. uh, Well, I I can specifically say, for my 2016 US finals set, that I worked on that set for like three or four months straight. Where I like didn't do club gigs, I took a lot of time off. Oh wow. I was in my basement with like a whole 20 foot wall covered with index cards and post-it notes and I was like putting ideas in different orders and stuff. Oh wow. Where I I was like taking all my little ideas from uh, Serato and putting them on cards and on post it notes and just putting them all up on the wall so I could see them
0: all at once. You were like an FBI agent, like solving a case.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I was like putting together little demos and sending them to friends and sending my practice sessions to friends. And just I set a cutoff for myself three weeks out from the competition. I said to myself, okay self (laughs) you've got three weeks to just practice this shit and don't change or add anything of course i had to change and add stuff but for the most part you gotta have like that muscle memory down but i definitely was like changing and adding shit right up right up until that night that little last part of the set where i looped the in the club on a Thursday. I came up with that like an hour before the shit started. That's so, <laughs> so dope. Thanks man. So yeah, like you can work on it endlessly or you can just work on it in your spare time. Just put the love and the effort and you put your passion into whatever you're doing and it'll be great.
0: Right, but I think there's something to be said that you wouldn't have come up with that on a Thursday thing if you hadn't have done that preparation because you would have been freaking out doing all the other stuff. You know, it, you have to put in all that work first. I,
1: right, absolutely. I also work really, really well under pressure and under deadlines. So yeah. I, I tend to come up with my best stuff um, under a deadline, under a lot of pressure because I'm forced to like just work with what I've got and come up with the most creative thing with the materials that i have and if i know i have like a 30 second little pocket i need to fill at the very end i know i have to come up with something crazy and it just kind of
0: right just happens well, man so you have the election as your deadline for the airstream uh that's a good <laughs> pressure well, so
1: right so well our original deadline was halloween because uh her her Pretty vacation close. from from right her vacation from work starts tomorrow, but it's getting pushed back to like Tuesday or Wednesday. Cause we're waiting on parts.
0: Right. Um, all right. That leads parts. into the next question. Well, one of them is not in English. I screenshotted this, so I don't understand. Sorry to OE I I don't know what you're saying. And it's probably just saying like, do you need Instagram followers? I don't know what they're, <laughs> it's some other, we language. can cartoonize your, I don't even understand. It says Koi Banjo party key order. duna. So if anyone understands that, uh, hit us up. Um, the next one is... All I is, heard was
1: party and key order. And I think it's like, do I oh. have to play my party set in key order?
0: Right. Or maybe. banjo is in there too. So maybe they're playing a banjo in their three-style set. I don't have set. a lot of banjo music in my uh, Serato, so I can't... I believe. mean, that could be the next three-style winning thing, you know. They could... Uh, that that It's the same uh, things that you have to do to do like a flare. I think you do for a banjo, is the... Uh, <laughs>
1: I like think it their own uh, way.
0: shortcut and Cuber and Mixmaster Mike might be the invisible sc- banjo pickles. Uh, after a while, oh just God. be killing it.
1: <laughs> That'd be crazy. Like, um, <laughs> I think Vect Vect has like a turntable guitar, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, you're right. That's tight. Yeah. So hit up Vect. Yeah, the He's the man. <laughs> uh, all right, two more. Um, Gregory Myers uh, asks, oh, we already basically covered this. So what led you to hango- hangover? What led you to Hanover? And uh, do you have a hangover? And how long until the Airstream is ready? So the Airstream oh, wow. ready. People right are now. like
1: really paying attention to this. They're Good in, shit.
0: dude. This was pre, this was a couple of days ago. So okay. uh, Hanover, you, you covered it because your wife's work basically. And the Airstream is about to be ready, right? Any other things yeah, to add.
1: Um, no well Hanover's a really interesting place uh it's like the snack food capital of the world which doesn't help my yo is that why boy I figure. know I'm
0: like a snack master like I love okay, snacks. So it's Snyder's, like Hanover pretzel Snyder's, so Snyder's oh. of Hanover yes, pretzels those mustard 80, ones with the 80
1: 80 percent of the world's pretzels are made in Hanover wow
0: that's crazy yo,
1: literally okay so there's the Snyder's factories here and then there's also the Uts factories here
0: oh utz, damn so you got all the chips
1: Uts chips i don't know if you get utz chips on the west coast
0: uh we will we, we'll get them like if you go to like an ice cream shop that's owned by a guy that from philly it's like i moved here from philly i opened this place i got Uts, but like it's not in like 7-eleven but it'll be at like those places
1: so the Uts f- factory is also here so there's that's like crazy. a lot of This town is steeped in snack food history. Wow. Anyway, if you go outside, outside my house and it's like buttered popcorn day at the uh, factory, the whole town smells like butter popcorn. That's amazing.
0: I'm not mad at that. I might move. I
1: think I'm mad hungry around here. Like if you smoke... You are done for up here. <laughs> it's a wrap, dude. There's so wow. much like snacks and ice cream and shit in Pennsylvania.
0: Like That's like your like uh, <laughs> citizen app or next door. They're like the factory has been broken to by five 17-year-olds that were super high smoking a blunt and eating honey mustard pretzels. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. I went, did they invent the crunchy pretzel like just by leaving out the fresh pretzel? And then they're like, we're about to sell this like cereal. Wonder how that yeah, came I've, up. I have no idea. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, all right, final question. Bird JT bird up. Uh, shout to Eric Andre. Um, he said, "Yo, Spider, thanks for such great content." Oh my god, thank you, Bird. Thank you, making me feel good. Um, no, he said, Eddie. that he said, "Trays, you bringing back the weekly series ever?" Weekly series. Weekly series. Okay, I was weekly like, series. I don't know what he's talking about
1: either. Oh, maybe on Twitch. Well, so like early in the pandemic. Yeah. Uh early COVID days.
0: Yeah, back when oh man early COVID days. Remember were early COVID days, those are the days.
1: <laughs> uh I had I had started to do like two weekly streams and I did it for a few weeks and then I just couldn't keep up because of like kids not being in school and right. Work schedules and stuff. Um what were you doing? You were doing Ableton, like, so, breakdowns of your sessions, right, or something? I did that, and then I had a DJ stream on Twitch every Sunday called Let That Boy Cook. Oh. And I really want to bring it back. I set up all the cameras and DJ shit in my kitchen, and I cooked a meal and DJed at the same time. I love it. I love to cook. That's another, like, hobby of mine. What um, What did you so, make? I made uh, barbecue shrimp and grits. Oh
0: so did the music
1: go with it uh you know i i could do a lot better planning i just kind of winged the set i played a lot of like 80s r&b and new jack swing because i just love that stuff
2: yeah and it was
1: like kind of like a brainless thing for me so i wouldn't have to like yeah think really hard about the music i would just like play stuff that i like right and focus more on like talking and cooking but yeah yeah, i think i'm assuming that's the weekly series he wants yeah need to bring back i do want to bring it back desperately i've set up everything in here for streaming too like i built that green screen and like i still do some streams but i would i would love to get back to doing like a weekly stream and in fact even when everything does get back to normal i still want to do a weekly stream and i still think streaming is going to be a thing yeah you know especially with guys like like Mike 2600 and Bird Peterson and Four Color Zach and like I can name a thousand and and Bastard I can name like a hundred more but there's so much quality passionate just effort being put towards production value and doing great streams yeah why would we want to end that right I would love to I would love to sit at my couch and watch little Louis Vega and Jazzy Jeff play from their
0: House, like that's great, like, yeah, shouldn't end that, and it's a way to support them, um, and them support you, you know, with the music, but you to support them in a way. I mean, I was watching Four Color Zach last night, and he's like, Yo, we're about to hit 3,000 subscribers, and like, that's <laughs> it's bananas, big good for, him, for Twitch, you know what I mean? Even the gamers and stuff, like, and even the big IRL people. Like there, that's a big number, you know. That's like significant, um, you know. And he deserves it. He puts in so much work and he's amazing yeah. but but i mean i think it's a cool new thing for for djs and i hope it keeps going forward i hope twitch can keep going or some type of site or mix cloud maybe mix cloud can implement the things that twitch are doing so then they can have the legal things mixed with that i don't know why they're not i mean i'm sure it's yeah, way I harder think, than i thought than i, I think, think when i,
1: I think w- when i get back to doing like a regular weekly thing when i can carve out some time to do it i think i'm gonna do more of like a music-centric thing more of a proper dj set on mixcloud and then i'll do the cooking thing on twitch right and what about
0: the ableton breakdown thing i like that and i love seeing like
1: what the the thing that held me back from that was like tech issues here right okay uh i was having real problems trying to stream from the same computer and then i was trying to do like video capture to another computer yeah and it was just a gigantic pain in the ass right and i didn't want to deal with it so well i wanted to deal with it but dealing dealing with that issue meant like buying a new computer and buying and building a pc for streaming and i just haven't done either yet so anytime i have to stream i just borrow my wife's macbook pro and that's the streaming computer got it i just stream off my dj laptop but yeah man i want to get back to doing the ableton streams too i just got to get my i got to get a new computer right yo i have a crazy i have a crazy story about that too yeah tell it um so right when covid first first hit Mm -hmm. uh Everybody was was getting like, you know, pandemic assistance and PPP money and all this stuff. Yeah. And I hadn't applied for unemployment yet, but I was like, well, my computer is like a 2015, so I was like, you know, let me look into buying a new joint. Um, and my homie was like, my homie Chris Styles, uh, DJ Styles, Chris. Um, he was like, yo, um, I think he was like, Apple does a business lease. And I was like, okay, it's not like a a loan. It's Mm. like Apple will lease businesses like a super high-end, like super maxed out MacBook Pro that would normally cost like three, four grand. But they'll lease it with like a buy at the end, like a buy-in option at the end for like really reasonable amount of money every month. And then you can write it all off, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, that's a great idea. So I called up their business leasing thing and they were like, "Yeah, sure, let's get you started on an application." Blah blah blah. What What industry are you in? I was like, um, "I'm doing like entertainment." And they were like, "Oh yeah, like what?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, like DJing and music production, stuff like that." And and they were like, "Ah, well, unfortunately, we've been directed to basically immediately decline anybody in the film industry." music industry like they're they were like point blank period even before you do a credit app they were like we're we can't lease you the computer because we know nobody's working oh wow yeah
0: they were like but that's stupid what do you mean we're going to be working we'll we'll be using it to make money and work (laughs) and and make the things happen the dude straight up told me that and i was like wow that's pretty real that's that's bleak (laughs) right so then what but but just to take one step back what's the leasing so okay before the pandemic what was that for you could lease why would you why wouldn't people do that or why would
1: people do that i I don't know because you could pay like 60 to 100 dollars a month for like a four thousand dollar macbook pro and then at the end of two
0: years you just give it back and get a new one right so I guess if people just wanna have it forever, they buy it and you probably pay a little bit more if and you lease it. But we own, all but
1: know they don't last. They only last
0: yeah, three, 4 or four four five yeah. years
1: tops. I get right. a new computer every five years and yeah, I buy same. it
0: outright. At least, yeah. Um, but
1: that they're becoming such throwaway items now that I was just like, damn, it's kinda smarter to lease the joint because on a lease you could write off the whole thing right. as a business.
0: Yeah. Crazy. I know exactly like a car and all that. Right.
1: Just like a car or like any other business expense that you would lease. So then, write what off. industry
0: do they say? I'm going to call up and just make something up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, yo, that was the final, you know thing uh in the (laughs) in the uh questions from the listeners so before we get out of here um you go hang with your wife for her first night of vacation i'm gonna go get some dinner um do you want to leave any words of encouragement for all the djs listening or some advice or anything you've learned during quarantine anything that you could leave us with uh to make us feel good or bad or whatever you want to (laughs) do
1: Uh, make you feel
0: good yeah man like just spread peace and love and joy and
1: uh, please please go vote for Joe Biden (laughs) well this is coming out after the election so (laughs) oh shit well God save us all no (laughs) no man Um, no matter what happens um, you know there's always Canada (laughs) sorry I can't I can't not make a joke about this yeah just uh, you know
0: be, be, be kind to one another. And, um, yeah. And, and what should DJs keep in mind for like, that are trying to, <laughs> to try to do things, you know, like oh. within this time.
1: Yeah, man. Um, you know, that goes back to our little part about, um, authenticity. Just be original, be unique, be yourself. If you're going to take the time to, to do a stream, Um, or to create music or to make a mix, you know, don't feel beholden to a crowd because there is no crowd and play what you want, play music that you love, put your passion and your love in into whatever project or stream that you're working on and make it special to you. And that will attract
0: the right people into your, into your sphere. Yes. You got to build that sphere and get the there right people in it and get the right people out of it <laughs> I and mean, get the wrong people out of it and the right people in it. I agree. That's right. Um, yo, this has been great. Really insightful. Really fun. Thank you, Trey's, for coming on the podcast. Yo, thanks and, for having uh, me. Take care. Good luck with the Airstream. I Hope you guys have a good thanks, vacation. Man. And, thanks, uh, man. Yeah, hope to see you IRL at some point in the next oh, man. That couple would be years. <laughs> 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 Damn. In, 2025 when our kids are (laughs) older um all right man but yeah thank you (laughs) 20 podcasts. dj trey dj spider signing off thank you so much man we'll talk to you soon peace peace and that was it. Huge thank you to DJ Trace for coming on the show. And thank you guys for listening. As always, I appreciate the feedback and the questions that you guys helped me out with. Um, if there's anything you want to hear on this show topics, you have other questions, things that I can help you with, um, beat source, any of that please feel free to hit me on Instagram at DJ Spider, DJ S P I D E R. Send me a DM. Hit me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DJ Spider. I'm up on there. I'll be doing my live stream soon so uh keep in touch stay tuned next week we'll have episode 52 with a really special guest that i'm super excited to have on the 20 podcast is produced by beat source and join us next week as uh we have more interviews and discuss music that matters to djs peace
2: and that was the 20 with dj spider